And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is the, my podcast, Art of Health. So this is a follow-up to the previous podcast on overcoming writer's block. And I realized in that podcast, I listed essentially a lot of strategies to create content, and I addressed something of the writer's mentality in the difficulty in producing content, but I wanted to focus on that directly because that obstacle of itself is the most, it's the most common and the most prevalent for people that are writers. So if you're not a writer and you're listening to this, maybe it doesn't apply to you. If you are someone that writes, I am speaking to you. So with writer's block, what I have seen within the industry, not just you know the fitness writing industry, but with writers in general, I have known, I've known a number of people that make their living writing, and there's no better, there's no better example of the war, so to speak, between your future self and your present day, your present day self, than in the writing process. If you ask anybody that writes professionally for a living about what the most difficult aspect of the job is, it's going to be the act of writing of in itself. It's not the coming up with ideas. It's not even what should I write. It's not, is this going to be good? Is this going to be bad? Will people like this? It's the simple, this not even psychological, the simple physical task of writing, of sitting down and writing, of sitting down to write. And the irony, the irony to professional writing, the, the irony to being a professional writer is that there are no barriers to entry. There's really not, there's not. I mean, there's less barriers to entry than the personal training field. If you are someone right now today and you have a defined area of expertise, skill set in something that people are inter- interested in, uh, cooking, golf, painting, decorating, you know, uh, home design. You know, I'm just thinking of things that you know, my mother is good at. You know, my mom, she's a good cook. She is very good at decorating. She's a, she can paint. She's a good gardener. My, my mother has many things which she could write about. She could write how-to articles. She could write content. You know, if she wants to write, she, she has the knowledge to. But what what stops her from doing so? Since I have even brought up to her that maybe she should try expressing you know her experiences in the form of writing. It's the psychological factor. It's the reluctance to just do it, to simply do it. Sitting down and writing can be an arduous task, and the irony, like I said, is not that coming up with ideas is hard. It's not that the quality of the content is earth-shattering or common. It's putting yourself into your chair at your desk, at your table, and taking out pen and paper or opening up the computer and putting your hands on the keyboard and going. For as much as people aspire to be writers, for as much as people want to write or wish they could write, given the opportunity to, they won't. They won't because... They just won't. Is there a real reason why people avoid writing? 
I don't know if it's a real reason, but it is a reason. It's, it's a psychological reason. It's a psychological re- reluctance. It, it's a fear in a way. Uh, not a fear of you know, mortal terror, but a fear of, I don't really want to have to do this. You give people the opportunity to write, and they will avoid doing so. You see this all the time in elementary school, middle school, high school, college. People are given tasks to write. They procrastinate. They put off. They do it at the last minute. You see this with professional writers. You see this with content writers. Content writers, copywriters are infamous for you know, people. You know, want, they want to make money at copywriting. They want to you know, have you know, geographic freedom. They want to be able to work from home. But copywriters are infamous, infamous for being difficult, difficult to get a hold of, difficult to correspond with, inconsistent, inconsistent communication. I'm even guilty of some of those things, you know, for reasons not because I didn't want to write, but because I had other priorities, um, to, be, to be honest. But you have people where they want to make their living at writing, at producing content, at, at putting words together, and they want this, but they're their own greatest obstacle. People will sit down and play with their phone. They will sit down and open up a browser. They will sit down with pen and paper and then distract themselves by eating, drinking, going for a walk, using the restroom, drawing, making bullshit lists. They, people will do everything to distract themselves from the task at hand. What's the reason? What's the real reason I don't know. Yeah, I'm asking the question right now, but I don't really know. You see this in, I mean, really, you see this in every industry. If I was to consider this from a personal training perspective, every client I've ever had that's a high-powered client, so you know, people that are doctors, lawyers, executives, it's this commonality in almost all of them that they are into what they do, but they don't want to have to do it. They don't want to have to do it. They gripe about going to work. They complain about the happenstance of the job. It's very uncommon, it's extremely uncommon in the world, that you meet somebody and they are fully into and obsessed with what they are doing, where there is no reluctance, there is no hold back, there is no reticence about actually taking action on it. It's been very few people that I've trained. Very, very few people. But also the people that have been that way, they by far have been the most successful. I mean, without question. With, absolutely without question. You know, the, 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 so, I mean, if I, when I talk about high-powered people, if you take a step beyond that and you say, like, the top people, you know, the people that are the real killers, the people that are the, the warriors, the people that are the... You know, the dominators, you know, if you want to use uh, you know, war terminology and war metaphors, the people that are at the proverbial tip of the pyramid, they're never off. They're never off, and it's a very thin line for them between their work and who they are, if there is a line at all. They don't work 9 to 5. They don't work at what they do because they're obligated to work at it. They thrive on being and embodying the role of their particular field, their particular profession. They don't take vacations because they don't need to take a vacation. They don't stop because they don't need to stop. 
They write every day because they must write every day. So is a writer's block a lack of obsession? Maybe it is. Maybe to truly be able to write and write at will, it takes obsession. Maybe it does. I don't know. I cannot, you know, I, I can't truly compare and contrast. Since I have, I have no doubt that if I was to ask people that are probably much more successful than me, you know, are you obsessed with what you do? Maybe they'd say no. Maybe they'd be lazy about it. Maybe they wouldn't, you know, maybe they just got into it because they were good at it and they decided to keep doing it. And now they, they, now they do because they do. But for those people that are, some, in some sense, world-class, or for those people that have attained a level of mastery that is at the superlative level, it takes obsession. Overcoming writer's block, if you are to do it, you have to be obsessed with writing. Not whether the writing is good, not whether it's bad, not whether it changes the world, not whether it's just you writing for yourself that one time and maybe one other person appreciates it, but you have to be obsessed with the process thereof. I don't introduce myself as, I am a writer, but if you were to ask me what I do, I do write. And I do that every single day, without fail, without question. Doesn't matter how late it is, doesn't matter how tired I am, doesn't, doesn't matter whatever happened or occurred. I wrote when I was traveling across country. I wrote when I broke up with girlfriends. I wrote when I was in jail. That's probably, honestly, when it started for myself, was when I realized that I could write, and the, the process of writing is an, it is an alchemical process. It is alchemy, to reference Jung. With writing, you can take emotion and you can transmute it into something positive. You can take your experiences and you can transform them. You can take your regrets, you can take your pains, you can take your frustrations, you can take your life, and you can redeem it through the act of writing. There's a reason that the written word is powerful. A very, very good reason, because it is a record of human beings, it is a record of what we have done, it's a record of what is it, it is a record of what you have done and lived by. If you've ever read anything that's resonated with you, if you ever have read anything that had an impact on you, it had that impact because you saw yourself in it. Writing and storytelling form a lineage that stretches back to the dawn of linguistic language. We think in words. We think by feel, we think by body, we think by action, but we think in words. Everything has a language that it speaks. In human beings, more so than any other creature on earth. So to sit down and write, that's an immense opportunity. And I'm sure, obviously, writers, as I just said, they can stop themselves over and over and over and over again. But are you really into something? Are you really mastering something if you are reluctant to do it? Probably not, by my estimation. Lots of people write in the world. Few people have success at it. Yeah, now, am I successful at it? Uh, probably not by anyone's real standards. But it's working. And it is growing. And in that small personal measure, I would say yes.
and I want to be more than what it is. But what did it take? What did, what did my own writing start with? If you're listening to this, I'm probably assuming you've read some of what I've written. You're probably either on the email list, you've read the articles, you found the podcast through some manner. How did I start writing? Like I said before, it was you know, partially intentional, partially accidental. It started really when I was incarcerated. It continued on from there. Eventually it became professional. Eventually it became something that I believe was a leverageable, leverageable skill. But what kept me going at it? What, what was it when, when I was at zero with writing, when I was unpaid, when it made me no money, when it was just something I did for myself, what kept me doing it? It was obsession. It was obsession because I felt that I was onto something, so to speak, where I could take my life and I could make it mean more than what it was, where I could take my life and I could make myself into more than what I was prior through writing. It was a reflective act. It was a reflective act and it was an act of learning. It was a way to take my thoughts, feelings, emotions, everything that I was and put it onto paper and correctly analyze myself. There's not too many opportunities in life to do that. Or there are a lot of opportunities, but most people don't do them because they can't sit down to make themselves do it. So, overcoming writer's block, then. Maybe it's just a question. Are you obsessed? Or are you just playing at it? Make a decision. Make a decision as to whether this is part of your identity or not. Lots of people try at doing things. Very, very few people ever truly become masters at what they do. So, choice is yours. Until next time, I will say good luck. And to everyone that's left a review on the podcast, thank you. To everyone that's supported on Patreon, thank you even more. And I will talk to you guys again.